Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Great Girlfriends Podcast, where we discuss life, love, laughter, and everything in between. We're your hosts. I'm Sybil Amuti. And I'm Brandon Daniel. And before we jump into this week's episode of the podcast, make sure you sign up for our newsletter at TheGreatGirlfriends.com. And don't forget to leave us an amazing iTunes review. Yes, that is the payment for listening to this podcast. (laughs) I love it. Five stars all the way. Let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome to the Great Girlfriends Podcast, where we discuss life, love, laughter, and everything in between. We're your hosts. I'm Sybil Amuti. And I'm Brandis Daniel. And, and we, we have, have a great guest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baby, we've got a guest. We have with us women and kids health advocate, Ms. Sakia Miller. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be on. We're Sakia. so excited to have you. I know. We could not be more over the moon. We've been trying to get you on forever because we stalk you on Instagram. We do. <laughs> <laughs> We're obsessed with everything that you have to share and everything that you're about. But um, just knowing you, Zakia, has been a pleasure because uh, we first met you from our other great girlfriend, who's your big sister, Shereen Miller-Russell. Shout out to Shereen. Yay, yes. Shereen. Yeah. Yay, Shereen. The world loves Shereen. Oh, and, my God. Um, Don't I know it. Right? So you've had a whole lifetime with Shereen. So I know that's been, like, amazing. It has. It has. <laughs> And so, so we've had we've had a, a micro lifetime with Shereen. But um, what's been amazing, though, in your sisterhood is getting a chance to know um, each one of you differently and learning more about what you're passionate about and what's important to you. And uh, great girlfriends, you know, whenever we meet someone who is doing it, like really doing the the work of it all, we like to bring them to the forefront and introduce them to our community because I think what you have to offer, Zaki, is essential. And so. We had you at our conference, The Great Girlfriends. You remember our panel that Zakia blessed us with. And now we want to bring some conversation here to the platform. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Yes. So, Zakia, we've got a lot of questions for you. But before we jump into that, I want to just ask the basic, what you've been up to? Like, what you, <laughs> what, what you, what you been up to? Like, besides, you, you. besides making us shop on, besides making us shop all of your Instagram. Yes. What have you been okay, up to? So I finally have two kids in school full time. So I have really taken the time to rededicate um, my life to me, you know, and I didn't realize until I had this free time, how much my time was consumed with them. And how self-care and wellness really just kind of fall by the wayside. Um, so I've had a chance to really like dig back into who I am, who I want to be, and what do I want to do? What am I passionate about? And so that's kind of where, you know, my Instagram kind of came incidentally. It was not planned. I had no idea five years ago that I would be talking about anything wellness. 
And it kind of just happened after a 15 day challenge to, for a vegan diet. I didn't want to do it initially, but I did it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that I was living with symptoms that weren't normal. It just had become my normal. So the bloating, the indigestion, um, and I had chronic nausea that I just Mm. would not, would not go away. And after those 15 days, it was all gone. So I knew, I knew there was something up to it. And, and it's kind of how I started on this path. Really, you know, my, after I had my children, with my second, my period became really bad. Like I never had cramps. They were never, I never needed like pain meds to make it through my period before. But after my mm-hmm. second child, I just, I would be doubled over in pain, almost like I was in labor, like a contraction pain. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what's going on? I spoke to my gynecologist and she said, he's a midwife. She was like, I want you to cut dairy out a week before your period. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't see what that would do, but fine. So I did and it worked. Mm-hmm. And I knew if oh. that was the effect that dairy alone was having on my uterus, like, why mm-hmm. was I ingesting it at all? Mm. Like, so mm-hmm. that's really how I got serious about it when I really realized, okay, I don't want to live with menstrual pain every month because that's miserable. You can't do anything. You don't want to go anywhere. Um, but mm-hmm. I also don't want to be, uh, you know, I don't want to have these like symptoms each night where my stomach is like, you know, rolling over my jeans because I thought it was normal because I ate today. And that's what's supposed to happen after you eat. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got serious about it and I just started feeling better. I had more energy. I was able to wake up earlier. I felt like just like everything in my life kind of like slowed after that. Like, I think when you mm-hmm. get serious about something and like, like when people fast and what they say, it gives them like mental clarity and cleans up their life and other areas. Yeah. Same way with the, with the idea when you get organized and you throw away stuff and then it helps you get organized in other areas of your life. It's kind of how what happened, mm-hmm. this lifestyle of eating clean, cleaned up my life in other areas. Wow. So when you did the 15 day vegan, was it, did you know exactly what to eat every day? Was it like something that was like really regimented that like our great girlfriends can go and find this 15 day guide or was it, I'm just going to eat vegan and like, what did that look like? So for me, I mean, I, I cook at least two meals a day. So for me, I'm okay. comfortable in the kitchen and because I'm at home, I have the time to do it. So mm-hmm. I didn't really know what I was going to eat, but I went to the grocery store and I just shopped the grocery store in an entirely new way. Mm-hmm. Like I stopped and I looked at things I read, I looked at new things that I would never look at. And kind of just was like, okay, I can eat this. I can eat this. And I kind of just all took it home and put it together. And it ended up being soups and pastas and just like heavy, like Buddha bowls with vegetable dishes. And you realize it's a lot easier than I thought it would be. But again, I have the time for some people. I think you were either going to some people that are super busy are going to send a meal delivery service and that works too. So you have to find out what's going to work with your lifestyle and how to make that work. You could do a meal plan, maybe where you get just the ingredients. If you like to cook, but you don't want to shop, have the ingredients Mm -hmm. into your home with the recipe cards. There are so many meal services that you can try now, but I think doing it for yourself is actually easier than you might think because when you're not cooking with meat, 
you're not worried about, did I saw something out? Has it been marinated? Do I need to, you know, I need to cook it this long to make sure I fully cooked it all the way. It could be five o'clock in the evening and I have no idea what I'm going to make for dinner. And when you have veggies and whole grains and starches and vegetables, you're able to kind of just open it up and make anything with it and do it pretty quickly because vegetables don't have to cook that long. Mm -hmm. So the the best way that I would say to start really is to figure out what is going to work for your lifestyle because you got to set yourself up for success because if you don't, you won't do this. So so what does that look like for breakfast? Like, is it oatmeal for breakfast? Is it a salad for lunch? I, I'm considering, right. like, mildly. What do you say? Uh, what do you say, Sybil? I'm like, you know, <laughs> you say vegan adjacent. I'm not even vegan <laughs> right. adjacent yet, okay? But I okay. am I am curious, right? So for okay, me, so- like, I want to know, like, the nitty-gritty. So what does breakfast look like? What does lunch look like? What does dinner look like? And then my next question, and I'm sorry I'm piling it on, is how nope. did your kids adjust to this new lifestyle? Okay. So to answer your initial, I always say one meal a day. Just start with one meal a day. Okay. So it could be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, whichever one that you choose, which again works with your lifestyle. If you like to get up and have breakfast at home before your day starts, then you could do your oatmeal. You can do uh, avocado toast. I do a lot of fresh fruit. You could do smoothies. Protein smoothies are really good in the morning if you're like on the go, but have enough protein and nutrients to get you through well through lunchtime if you need. Um, so one meal a day, just start there. Lunch, if you want to do salad, you could do that, but you can also do a veggie pasta. There are so many things that we can do now and so many restaurants and establishments that now cater to this, that it is easier today than it was even three years ago. Okay. So just start okay. with one meal, yeah. one meal a day. And then when that gets easier, try two meals a day or try to go one whole day with only a plant-based meal. And then you can move to two days a week or then, you know, so just, just start slowly because I think it, it helps with the transition because I've only known one person that could do it cold turkey. And all Mm. the people that I've met, I've met one person who said they could, they went cold turkey. So I just think naturally you have to slowly, like you have to almost re readjust and reeducate how we think about food and what we're going to be having. And you think, okay, one, one a day, I can do that. And then I can do it for one full day or twice a week and then and, and work your way up there. And then I think you'll realize it's not as limiting as you think it is. Initially, it feels like I'm only going to be able to eat a few things. And I eat more things now than I ever did. Mm. And I want to ask you, Vikia, what about, what about the ingredients? What are some of the ingredients that you have discovered were really taking away some of your wellness and kind of making you bloated? You talked about dairy. What were some of the other, um, you know, saboteurs in your in your uh, refrigerator that we may need to think about? So, I I mean, I think dairy is a huge one, and and there's a lot. There's but there's a lot of now dairy free alternatives that are actually starting to be good. Because at first I was like, vegan cheese is not for me, but I'm I'm finding things. So that's one thing that I think is important. But processed mm-hmm. foods is even bigger than the dairy and the meat, and trying to stay away from boxes and packages. Because even mm-hmm. as a vegan, there's j- vegan junk food, you know? Mm-hmm. So just because there's, there's not any dairy or meat doesn't mean that it's also the best option. So really trying to reduce the amount of processed foods uh, that you're eating 
and mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I think dairy and then obviously meat, of course. But mm-hmm. for anyone, processed foods, either you're going to keep meat in your diet. I'd rather you get rid of processed foods. My steak meters are cringing right now. They're like, you know, my, my steak eaters are like, hold on a minute. What? I know, I know, I know. I used, I used to love a good steak. I used to love a good steak, but now I just, yeah, yeah. it it was a slow transition. The whole thing really took me probably eight to like twelve months to be very serious about it. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I still backslide, you guys. Now sometimes I still (laughs) backslide, being completely (laughs) honest. But then I feel it right away too. Yeah, yeah. So it helps pull me back to be like, oh, I remember what this feels like. I don't want to feel like this. So, but yeah. Well, you know, that's interesting um, you say that because I think I've learned, you know, over time, right? So we grew up in our household where we ate what was put in front of us and it was what it was. And, you know, that just was what it was. And then we, we go to college and we're eating on a very tight budget, right? And we get to, you know, we're picking whatever's available based on our budget or what's on the food plan, et cetera. Then we get into adulthood and I don't know that we realize we have a choice in the food that we can eat, you know, and it was, it didn't, it wasn't until I was pregnant that I really discovered, you know, wait a minute, so you don't have to eat that way just because you ate that way, you know, in your childhood mm-hmm. and you ate that way when you were, you know, hungry in your 20s and had that first job. You now are in a place where you can make better choices, even, even, you know, knowing more about food. Um so many people don't realize they have a choice in the food that we eat. Just because you live in the South doesn't mean you have to eat cornbread and, you know, probably right. plate with all kinds of stuff. And, you know, all these things that we tell ourselves. Um, and I, I'm hearing you say that, like, you, you've empowered yourself to make really strong choices that allows you to feel better, look better, gives your girls more options, gives your family a better quality of life. And I think that's the mindset we need to be in as we approach every table when we eat and <laughs> say what choices no it is, are gonna it is. yeah because you just said you like I, I i fall i may fall back but then i hate the way i feel so it's like you know you right. have a choice to either consider something different or um you know face the consequence of doing the old thing again and again i think you it's know, addiction though I think it's an addiction. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, I I agree. I think you're. I'm telling you. I told myself what I was going to do. Honestly, last week I had set a really strict goal for myself. I've broken that thing. I'm like, okay. And I know that when I decide, like, I'm going to have to eat a certain way, it cannot be like a very lax statement. I have to go so hard with it because it is really like I'm fighting an addiction. It's like something is saying, you need salt, you need sugar, you need, you know, like, you you need, you know, so it's so strong. No, my it's sister very actually strong. said something at one point, and she's like, you know, Zaki, you have to remember for us, culturally, food is celebration and love. Right. Yeah. You know, like, that's how we, that's how we come together around food. And like, when you celebrate something, you go get the good, you're not, you're going to go get the good piece of haul, because you're really going to make this like a real big deal, because that's how we celebrate culturally. And culturally, the Absolutely. foods that we are eating are fortunately what are killing us. So when... I, that, that brought me to a point when I was studying through the plant-based certification, what I thought I was taking this course to learn why you need to be plant-based. What I didn't realize, the course really talked about being plant-based as a preventative healthcare plan. And mm. it was showing me how diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, 
um, cancer was all related to our diet and how people yes. have been to actually reverse these diseases and express why it's so mm -hmm. important for women of color, because we are still dying from diseases that our counterparts are not. And mm -hmm. it, a lot of it, a lot of it has to do with what we're eating. That's so right. it definitely is a mindset, but it's also, you just have to think like, am I eating, you know, to live or I'm eating to die? And I know that sounds bleak, but I think it really is that important. So, yeah. I mean, and, and you think about it too, Brandon, it's like you said, the addictive parts of it, the sugars, the, the things that are just woven into our foods at this point, the high fructose corn syrup and, and mm -hmm. all the sugars <laughs> that are in almost everything we eat is going to create a, an addiction. They say that the sugar addiction, the addiction to sugar is is likened to that of an addiction to cocaine in terms of the body's, the brain's ability or desire to want or need it mm -hmm. on demand like that. So it's like, right. it, when you said that, Brandon's addiction, like keyword, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, mm -hmm. completely. And we don't even know it. It's very subtle because it's food. And we taught ourselves this, that maybe food is good, but not all foods are good. So we're like, right. you know, I think we're now in a place where there's so much wisdom out there and there's so many insights from doctors and just lessons about plant-based living that I think are so valuable, but even still we have to decide differently. Like you said, in the grocery store, um, I heard you saying, you know, you said how you shop differently. That's a big right. deal because the chip out calls my name. I'm just so we're clear. Like I love a good salty chip. So I Me too, me too. Out, but there are, there are better options. <laughs> And, and right. there is a substitute yeah. for almost everything, I think, now. You know, yeah. you really can go to a store and find everything. I love Trader Joe's. I love Whole Foods. I have not mm -hmm. shopped Aldi, but I heard great things about it. Uh, it's yeah. like giving you something at every price point uh -huh. that's healthy. And healthy isn't unobtainable or unaffordable. Yeah. There's an affordable way to do it. Um, but we just have to do it. And what about some of the things that we're putting on our skin? Because you've talked a lot on your Instagram. The Great Girlfriends, if you're digging for her, she's at Z-A-K-K-I-Y-A dot M-I-L-L-E-R on IG. And I'm telling you, just grab grab a healthy snack and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was a great endorsement. Thank you. Um, I'm going to take that clip. Yeah. No, so... I think, you know, skin products are, are a major concern. I would think, and, and it can be daunting to say, get rid of every beauty and skincare product that you're using. But the one I will say, the most important one that I think is our deodorant. Mm -hmm. I, because it is so close to our breast duct, black women still um, being diagnosed and, and dying from breast cancer in large numbers, in the largest category of, in, in the field of cancer. So, my point is the reason I, I, I think so much about deodorant is because it's so close to our, our, our breast duct. Mm -hmm. and, okay. and we're putting heavy metals under our arms. Yeah. Aluminum and the antifersions. These are heavy metals that we know are dangerous. Mm -hmm. So I always suggest women look, especially women, look at changing to a natural deodorant. And mm -hmm. there are so many on the market. And unfortunately, I'm going to be honest. You have to kind of like find what works for you. Yes. Because it's not yes. like a, it's not a catch-all where you have secret dove and degree and one of those is going to work for you. That, that might yeah. not be the case. 
I always will review natural deodorants because I think it's so important that you find what works for you. So if someone wants to send me deodorant, you know, and I don't do that one for paid ever. I just say, sure, send it to me and I'll let people know about it. I'll put it out there because I want you to find something that works because I just think mm-hmm. it's imperative that we think about what we're putting on our body when we know 70% of it is going to be absorbed. Yeah. And you know that that deodorant test, great girlfriends. I did that on the weekends, just so we're clear. I know. <laughs> right. Don't do it. In, don't do it in the dead of summer. Okay. Don't do it in the dead of summer. Don't do it when you have somewhere very important to be, because there are going to be days where you might be like, "Oh my God, I smell like a twelve-year-old little boy." So what to, to do this? Always keep alcohol rubbing swabs with you. Mm-hmm. or um, add like apple cider vinegar, you use that to clean. If you ever get caught out there, go in the bathroom, get some alcohol, clean your arms off, and then try. And then, you know, maybe you have to go back to your go-to so you can get through what you need to. But always uh-huh. the alcohol or apple cider vinegar will be great to cut the bacteria, which is causing the smell. So if you do mm-hmm. want to try it, but you don't want to get caught out there smelling, you know, keep that That's stuff right. with you because I think it's important. But yes, I, I <laughs> always travel with stuff like that all the time. I, I had to find my way home one time. I was like, okay, so let me throw that lavender deodorant out. That one's not It's going to be trial and error, but there are so many, many brands that you can try now. Um, yeah. So I encourage you to do that. Yeah. I, I really I want to go back it. to one question that, that Brandis had, had brought up earlier about my kids. Mm-hmm and how mm-hmm. I've been able to transition them. So to be fair, I, I thought it felt cruel to take meat and dairy away from them because I raised them as meat and dairy eaters. They were born before mm-hmm. I went through this transition. So, mm-hmm. and my youngest is a meat eater. And so I was just like, you know what, let's go slow. So what ends up happening inadvertently I, in the beginning, would make them a meal, make myself a meal. And then I started making more for myself and giving them more of what I ate. And then slowly, now, I probably only make a meat meal once or twice a week. And they don't even really seem to notice. And they're starting to Mm -hmm. eat more and try new things. But even my meat meat eater made the suggestion of, why don't we just eat fish? So I'm now going to transition the family to pescatarians. Mm-hmm. And that's only okay. two to three times a week that they're getting it. And then the dairy, like I let my kids have pizza. I'm not going to like, I'll let them eat some pizza. You know, I haven't found a good, mm-hmm. and I know like vegans are going to come after me. I haven't found a really good vegan pizza that I like. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going to let them have the dairy here and there. I don't let them do like the, the cheese sticks and, and dairy yogurt anymore. We don't, we've never really done dairy milk. Um, but I will let them have some mozzarella cheese on a slice of pizza, you know. So mm-hmm. it has ha- it's kind of become a natural transition. The healthier I ate for myself first, because I needed to do it for me, it was easier right, to do right. it for them. Right. Yeah. Right. So you same thing. That's Take it good. slow with them. Um, but you yeah. change your snacks. They only get healthy snacks. They don't get any, like, I really don't give them any junk. Like, but they think they have snacks, but their snacks are clean. And Trader mm. Joe's Whole Foods um, are really good to find healthy snack options for your kids. Mm-hmm. Speaking so, of sorry, snack yeah. options and, and, and deliciousness and, and just overall, you know, I don't know, your, your fridge. I just have to go there. Um, 
<laughs> because part of part of what makes it, I think, you know, when we think about what complicates things, is chaos, right? So the chaos comes from us not being organized, not being prepared to make good decisions when it's time. And then we make these, you know, short-term decisions and we're buying things that don't even add value to our life, but they fill us up for a second. And so right. when I think, when I get into like the the psychology of how you, how you're performing so well in this space, how you're managing to, to do this for your family, I look at this picture of your fridge. It's got to be from, oh, let me see, it's May 4th. And great girlfriends, her fridge is like, I don't know, oh, if there was a dream for refrigerator of the year. Um, <laughs> it, you would win the award for refrigerator of the year, mom of the year, you know, clean eater of the year, because your fridge is such an indicator of choices and what you can do to really make these good decisions. And I see like, are you, are you as a human, are you destructed or have you created this structure so that you can do well as a, a vegan? Um, I did it for a few reasons. One. I was finding that my produce was often spoiling in the back of my fridge mm-hmm. before I had the chance to get to it. So okay. mason jars that I'm using to house everything is an airtight lid. They're used, they're, they're meant for canning. And now they make them mm-hmm. where they're like self-sealing. So you put something in there, it's airlocked. So your, your produce is naturally going to last longer. Secondly, I'm a really visual person. So for me, I like the way the fridge looks when I open it up. It, it looks pretty. And that's just why. And, and that's another reason I do it aesthetically. But it's what you see. You can see into everything. You see colors. You see textures. You see all of these different options that, like, for me, makes it look appealing. Because some of it is a mindset. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to change how you feel. Be like, oh, my God, I don't really want a salad. You know, like, or mm-hmm. what do I do to make carrots and celery and, and radishes look appetizing to me? And when you keep yeah. opening your fridge and that's what you see and that's what you have, if you're hungry and you're snacking, you're going to find something in there, you know? And that's what I've been able to mm-hmm. do. Like, I've, I've become addicted to eating raw vegetables. Just because I see them and they sit there and then I, I, it's a different taste and texture. I'll say this, when I went vegan, I started to taste textures and flavors that I had never had, had, had known before. Like my palate wow. became more sophisticated and you can mm-hmm. taste almost every different flavor and, and the notes and the spices. It's really interesting. Just, I guess when you just it kind of like helps clean your palate and I enjoy mm-hmm food so much. I was at the, the Vegan Vegandale Festival this weekend, and it was like heaven on earth for me. Wow. See, I want that I, feeling in my soul. I don't want to miss a burger. Like, I, I want, right, right, I want to, right, right. I want, I want that so that's feeling. why, that's and why that, I say you start, start slow. That's, this is, yeah. that's probably going to be your best bet for success is to start slow. And then when you realize, you know, oh, this is good. I enjoy my meals today. And like, I, I keep saying I'm going to work on this seven-day meal plan, and I've done it, and I need to finish it. And so that's something now that this call has made me say, finish this seven-day vegan plan, because I think people will benefit from it and, mm-hmm. and need it. It'll be useful. So thank you for that, like, nudge from the universe to do what I need to do. And I tell you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just had no, a- no, no. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you need a company that will just come and do that to my refrigerator. Like, I know. Just come and replicate it. Seriously. Because we were wrecking. 
We would like it. They'd have to come like every week or twice a month because we, if we don't have the will to keep it up, we would completely destroy it, right? You, I pay for a house. You pay for people to come clean your house. It, it, it's, it's. I'm just saying. Come clean your refrigerator. Refrigerator cleaner. Yeah, Molly made is there for a reason, right? Right. Yeah. You're right. Million, million, million dollar company. I would Why love someone to, could yeah. someone do the same with, for the refrigerator? I mean, really, because it, I don't know, just something to consider. But the other thing, I was looking at your Instagram. Look at us all up in her Instagram. But I was looking at your Instagram, and I was like, oh my goodness, I am. I have toxins going all around my house from these air fresheners. Yeah. What? What? What is that yeah. about? So. What are we not supposed to be using to um, as like home fragrances? So you're not supposed to be using any of these unfortunate Glade plugins. Um, for breathe. Look at the great girlfriends. I hear you. You just bought your feelings. I know. I'm sorry. Because everybody loves to walk into a, a home that smells good. I get it. You know. Yes. And but these unfortunately fragrances are not regulated by the FDA, so mm. they can put anything that they want to make it smell good. And sometimes they use things like formaldehyde, which you know, we know is carcinogenic. And they're using these, these chemicals to make the smell last longer, to make it smell prettier to us. Um, but it's toxic. And mm. there's a lot of research now out to show that why we should not be using these things. But again, in 2019, there are so many options for cleaner fragrances in your home. There are so many companies companies now that are making clean candles uh, that are made from like soy or beeswax or something like that uh, with uh, cotton wicks. All the, the, it, it's unfortunate that there are so many toxins available to us on the market that we unknowingly bring into our home, which is why I always say like we can't control what happens when we leave our home. We can't control what we're going to be exposed to if we're going to walk through somebody who's smoking a cigarette or if you're going to have to, to you're going to end up sitting at someone who has a fragrance plug in because it smells nice, but it's also toxic. So I really say take care of your home. We spend the most time here and it's the only place that we can control it. So I definitely don't do artificial uh, fragrances. That includes like Febreze, which is a big one. Uh, apple mm. cider vinegar, white distilled vinegar will get out any odor. Trust me. That's a whole nother post and we could talk about that. But uh, my laundry detergent is clean. There are so many chemicals in laundry detergents that we're unaware of. Um, mm -hmm. There were chemicals found and that are found in detergent were also found in breast milk. So, wow. I, I and, and it, there's so much to go through, but yes, Clean your home. Get the toxins out of your home that we're so unaware of. And I know, ladies, especially women of color, how we feel about our lotions and our moisturizers and our hair products. But there are so many clean options now. So, so, so many options. Trader Joe's has great, Whole Foods, Whole Foods has great beauty products for like your, your, your lotion. Um, I still make a shea butter and coconut oil that we use basically head to toe. And... Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just I do think it's important that we reduce the amount of our toxins um, that we're exposed to. Like we know that they are carcinogenic, and like we know the FDA is not going to regulate them, but we also know our cancer rates are going up year over year. Right. What are what are we exposing ourselves to? You know, and yeah. you have to think 
we our excuse a lot is, oh, well, that's how we ate and we're all fine. Or look at my grandmother. That's how she ate and she's 92 and she looks fine. But you also have to remember mm-hmm. what our grandparents and what, even what we were eating when we were growing up is not what the kids are eating now. GMOs and all these new things and these pesticides are now, this is all new technology. So it's not, we're not eating the same food that we were eating at McDonald's 20 years ago. Cause I was eating at McDonald's maybe at least once a week. My dad was bringing home McDonald's, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to remember that's not an excuse. We've been doing it forever, but we're also not healthy. Listen, I love that for the first, for the first time ever, I think women are really loving themselves loving their shape, loving their hair, loving everything about themselves, our curves and our beauty. But I also want to mm-hmm. say, love, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're confident and you love yourself, but I need you to be healthy doing it. And by That's no right. means is, is skinny healthy. You could be skinny and be completely unhealthy. So I don't want you to say like, you need to be this certain shape because I think you could be curvy and be healthy. Mm-hmm. I want you to be For self-confident sure. and be mindful and love yourself no matter what body you're in, but I want you to take care of that body so it'll be around for as long as possible. Mm. Oh, good stuff. Well, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> well, it's simple like if you heard yeah. that. You we could not end this podcast without thanking our amazing husbands. Yes, thank you, Kwaku. And thank you so much, Rich Daniel. And our beautiful children. Thank you, Sam and Dylan. And thank you, Miss Sky Daniel. And thank you to all of you great girlfriends for trusting us as your go-to source for everything life, love, and laughter. You can check us out on our social, on Instagram. The Great Girlfriends. On Twitter. The underscore great GFS. And on Facebook. The Great Girlfriends. And please make sure that you join our Facebook group, which is over 16,000 women strong. Absolutely. And make sure you listen every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Bean, Podcast Republic, Google Play, and every other podcasting service. Absolutely. Be sure to post your questions, share with your friends. Keep listening and and keep being a great girlfriend. girlfriend. I'm Sybil. And I'm Brandon. And we're signing off. Peace. Peace. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.